0: Hi, welcome to the latest episode of On the Sofa with therapist Sally Baker and I'm here talking to you about Love Island. So the ploy of sending all the boys off to a spa for the day meant the girls had no choice but to confront their differences. In the lead up to this the boys leaving, it had felt as though every one of them had put their awe into the debate about Tommy and Maura and Molly May. So Curtis, in full-on Yoda mode, had been advising Molly May, but also blaming her a little for not being clear about her feelings towards Tommy. And in essence, this seems to be the boys' collective gripe about Molly May, and it completely exonerates Tommy and lets him off the hook. So that he takes no responsibility for having his head turned, even though, you know, he said he wasn't going to. Tommy's dislike for geometry, geometry, I can't say it, um, where he hates squares and triangles and says he likes Maura because she's like a straight line. Well, certainly with Maura, no one is left in any doubt as to what she wants and what she's willing to do to get it. And as we all know, she set her sights on Tommy come what may. While the boys are away, most of the girls congregate around the poolside. Even though Maura is in your face, unapologetic for her behavior, she still looked really nervous responding to Amber's questions with Molly May listening on. Maura's hand shook as she said she hates to be single, kind of justifying her pitch for Tommy. Molly May tried to explain to Maura that although she hadn't made any declarations to Tommy about how she felt towards him, she had pretty exclusively spent the last six days with him. You know, setting the scene where before you came, Maura, everything was, was fine between me and Tommy. Molly May explained that she's not good at telling people how she feels about them and explained to Maura that before she'd arrived, Tom, with, you know, Tommy and her were having a good time together. Maura wasn't gonna be put off from eyeing up Tommy. And once in the beach hut, even though she was much more kind of circumspect face-to-face with Molly May, but once in the beach hut, she declared that she's still going to crack on with Tommy and she doesn't give a shite what anyone else thinks. So the sisterhood code is definitely dead for Mora. Before Mora arrived, Amber had been the source of some controversy over things she had said to fellow islanders. But that is in no comparison to how Mora behaves. And it makes Amber seem like some kind of aged maiden aunt with butter that wouldn't melt in her mouth compared to Mora. So what Mora has done is cut through any pretense of getting to know the boys in the villa, any pretense of taking it, you know, a day at a time, spending some time getting to know a boy before you turn up the heat, before you maybe even kiss or whatever but she has made a determined pitch in a hypersexualized bid for tommy seven years older than tommy she completely understands how alluring men can find her and how powerful she can be in her seducing and turning of someone's head and i think that's especially true in the heightened atmosphere of the villa where though very close for the last week Tommy and Molly May hadn't even kissed each other yet, and Mora comes in, behaving in a sexually suggestive way to Tommy, as if everything could be on the table. Everything is possible. Tommy being Tommy is bound to have his head turned, but he's proving to be a little reticent at best, or playing strategically at worst by not burning all of his bridges with Molly May at the moment. Even under the barrage of Maura, making a show of herself, as my Republic of Ireland contacts tell me, Tommy isn't sure Maura is the girl for him. Meanwhile, Lucy saying, I get on with boys better, and just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I have to hang out with girls, just feels sad. It's as if she doesn't acknowledge or share any empathy with other girls, or doesn't have any sense that all the girls are basically in the same in the same boat it's very much a stand a young woman might take and i think a few years on from now lucy will have learnt the value of having a solid circle of friends of both sexes and really valuing her female friends too and if she's not friends with girls then how does she view other girls are they competition are they the enemy Are they uninteresting? Are they inferior to boys? It feels short-sighted to betray or deny the value of one's own sex, and it's tied up with self-esteem. I doubt boys would ever say, I value girls over other boys, or say that they are a girl's boy and not a boy's boy. They seem to really value the idea of other boys as friends, and maybe girls do that less. Light relief has come from from the last episode from Amber and Michael tutoring Yuanda into how to kiss Danny, and Yuanda saying, Oh, I just can't kiss him in here. I feel like I feel like I'm a 13-year-old back in school. And luckily for Danny, she got over her shyness, and that kiss finally happened. Along with Amber and Michael's reaction, It felt as though Christmas and all the bank holidays had come at once, after putting up with the shenanigans of Maura and Tommy. And it was like a warm, fresh breeze blowing through the villa. Back to that triangle that is Tommy and Molly May and Maura. Tommy could still turn the tables and focus on Molly Mae. Maura has played her cards and there's very little left to the imagination. I'm hoping he sees past the superficiality of Maura, to something deeper with Molly May, but I'm not sure he has that level of perception in him. In the days ahead, we'll find out for sure. So this was Sally Baker, talking about the latest comings and goings on in the villa. Thanks for listening, and I hope you come back for more soon. Goodbye.